Welcome to Running in Pursuit Podcast, a weekly podcast where we discuss what it looks like to follow after Jesus in ministry and everyday life, as well as another passion of ours, sports. I'm your host, Dusty Durbin, pastor of Big Level Baptist Church, and I'm alongside Connor Pounders, youth pastor of Big Level Baptist Church. Connor, how you doing today, man? Doing great, man. How are you? I am doing excellent. Uh, the restrictions are being lifted, and we are able to get out and about a little bit more, not getting out a lot. Still want to be very cautious, uh, not for not necessarily for my sake, but for other people's sake. Yeah. But uh, able to go get a haircut, so, so that I'm fixing to, uh, that by Where the end at? of the week, I don't know yet, uh, <laughs> find whoever I can get in the quickest. Have they opened up? The, the Barbers and salons have opened up oh my goodness, uh, a couple days ago. And so, our, yeah, yeah, a couple of days ago. Okay. And so I, I'm about two and a, two months, two and a half months now without a haircut. Yeah. Really, it's probably been about three months. Uh, and so I, I'm ready to get a haircut. Uh, kids have started sports. Yep. Uh, started baseball yep. again, and and I know you're coaching. Yeah, yeah. coaching twelve year olds. So we we actually started back and had a little bit of a practice. Um, so hopefully we start games here in about a month or so. Yeah, I'm ready, End man. You know it. A stress reliever for me is getting to watch my kids out on the field just play, and, yeah. and so it's it's good. I never realized how much I'd enjoy coaching instead of playing, so it was it was really cool getting to invest. Mm-hmm. It's great, uh, you know, Connor. We we jumped into this podcast thing uh, wanting to just have another avenue of of uh, encouraging and and pouring into other people's lives. If if we have any listeners, I don't even know if we've got listeners, man. Yeah. But uh, just another way of just sharing the gospel and, and sharing our heart. But one thing we should have done from the beginning is share who we are. We, we, we didn't do that. Yeah. And so I thought this would be a good opportunity for us to just talk about uh, our background, uh, talk about maybe our, our ministry, history, and, and just a little bit about our family and just let people know and gain an insight of who we are as, as people. Okay, that sounds good. So, okay, if we're going to do that, then let me ask you this. Where are you from? I'm originally from Hammond, Louisiana, uh, kind of southeast, uh, about an hour hour or, or 45 minutes to an hour north of, Han- north of New Orleans. Uh, that's where I grew up. Uh, that's where I came to faith and trust in Jesus. That's where God called me to ministry. Um, really, God blessed me with, with parents who... Uh, made sure the gospel was was declared uh, that we had an opportunity to come to faith and trust in Jesus, mm-hmm. and, and so yeah, I'm I'm from from Louisiana, man, the the, the land of Cajun food, and that sounds good. Uh, in fact, my wife's uh, family is from Deep South mm-hmm. uh, Louisiana, where we're true Cajun, and so there's uh, a difference. There's a difference. Listen, uh, where I'm from in Hammond is is. Not technically Cajun country. Uh, Cajun country would be South Louisiana, uh, places like uh, Thibodeau, Homa, uh, even even more west, southwest like Lafayette. Uh, we, we were considered north 10, 12, if you want to say that. Uh, but still South Louisiana to me. I, mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, that's where I'm from. How about you? Yeah, so I originally am from Drew, Mississippi. Um, that's where I came to faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Uh now, and, tell us a little bit about where Drew and some of these other areas you're, you may mention so, is from. Because I'm, I'm, even though I'm new to yeah. Mississippi, 
I still don't know where a lot of these towns are. So, yeah, so Drew, Mississippi is in the heart of the Delta, um, right in kind of the upper left-hand corner of Mississippi, um, right in there. Um, it is originally where Archie Manning is from. Okay. Um, all the Mannings right there. So we uh, we grew up actually three or four houses down um, from Archie's mother. Okay. So we used to, uh, I used to rake her leaves and stuff like that, so it was kind of cool. Um, a great New Orleans saint, if anybody's wondering, oh, who man, is Archie yeah. Manning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Archie Man is a great saint. Uh, Quarterback, a, great a, rebel. a saint, but but playing for the New Orleans Saints right, is what right, I'm right. talking about when I say saint. Yeah. Uh, one of the best quarterbacks besides Drew Brees that the Saints have had. So that's something we could agree on is he is a great Ole Miss rebel and a great – Okay, I'm not agreeing that he's a great Ole Miss rebel. <laughs> no, he's uh, the best one, I promise. He may have been a good Ole Miss rebel, but there's no good Ole Miss oh, gotcha. in general. Gotcha. You know, gotcha. If you were talking about LSU Tigers, <laughs> we, we'd all be good. Yeah. So originally from Drew, um, about when I was, I think, 13, we moved from Drew to um, Kosciuszko. Kosciuszko, uh, Mississippi, spelled K-O-S-C-I-U-S-K-O. If anybody's out there wondering how you say that word, okay. you spell it. Um, one of the things you probably have to do if you live there. Um, <laughs> I got you. So uh, it's in the heart of Mississippi. So if you put your finger in the middle of the state, you will find Kosciuszko. So, okay. Uh, that's where I, I graduated high school and um that's where my parents live now. So now Century Hills, Central Central Hills. Okay, mm-hmm. Camp is there, correct? Yeah, it's a well. It's in it's. I guess the it's in West Mississippi. It's only about six or seven miles outside of Kazesco. Okay, now that's um, our Mississippi yeah. Baptist Convention that camp. Is our, yeah, that are is one our, of them. Yeah, that's one of them. I think the other one is uh, Camp Garraway okay. in Clinton. Um, so it's, it, those are really two awesome um, places that God has used in in big ways. So we yeah. we're so appreciative of those. Uh, Wyatt, my middle child, and I did a dad lad camp this past yeah. summer in 2019. And that was the first time that I'd got to go to Central Hills. A really nice camp. Uh, oh, it's awesome. You know, every your facilities were nice. Yeah. Uh, it was very spread out. I could see why if you take a group of kids, they're going to get tired pretty quick. Get tired quick, man. Yeah. I worked there for three summers, and I got tired pretty quick, too. Yeah. Okay. But it was awesome. Good. So, you're married. I've seen some some of your some of your kids walking around here, running around here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You could probably say <laughs> running more so than walking. Yeah. Uh, at least my 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 youngest. Uh, yeah, yeah. Crystal and I will will have been married uh, 13 years on May 19th, wow. and so very very soon we have an anniversary. Uh, she she is an amazing wife. Uh, and I'm blessed to have her, uh, not only as my wife, but as a partner in ministry. Yeah. Uh, uh, when I was, when I, we were dating, one of the things that stood out to me the most was her love for God, and and that she would, I knew she was always going to love God more than she was going to love me, and that was something I was looking for, looking for. Uh, I'm also uh, blessed to have three really, really wonderful kids. Uh, we have uh, a ten-year-old boy and. An eight-year-old boy and a four-year-old girl, and and our girl thinks she runs the house, uh, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, God's blessed us with kids, man, and and we love it. Uh, I, I've said, uh, I, you know, since Micah has been born, we haven't had much sleep. <laughs> uh, we don't sleep much anymore, but it's truly a blessing. And I just pray my kids will grow up following after Jesus. Yeah, so you asked me about my family and kids. Do you? One, are you married? And, and well, obviously, I know the answer, but 
let's let's share that with our uh, listeners. But and then two, do you have any kids? Yeah, so um, I have been married for two and a half years. It'll be three in November um, to my wonderful wife Kristen, who is also our secretary here at the church. Yes, she is. Um, so we get to work with each other every single day. Um, How does that go? Now I, I've never really asked you guys yeah. that. Uh, yeah. I've kind of ta- we've talked a little bit about it before she started working as a secretary. Uh, <coughs> Has there been any, and I'm going to put you on the spot, any going tension? On the record. Any, yeah, going on the record. Any tension between you two um, working together every day? I'm going to be completely candid and completely honest. Uh, when we first, when she first w- was going to work here, uh, I was I was scared. Because I was like, we're going to be spending so much time together. I don't know if this is going to work. Can we separate working and then go out the door and then just go back to our normal lives? Right. Um but to be completely honest, it has been it has been awesome. Hmm. It's been great. Like I, I didn't I didn't know how it was gonna be, um, but I couldn't I couldn't ask for a person to to work with on the I mean right next to me. Good. Um, it's it's been awesome. I mean we have not had any any trouble. Um, nothing, nothing. So good. Good. Um, you would think so, but we really we really don't. You would think we would fight a lot. We really don't fight a lot ever. Um, so, you know, this has been great. So. All right. Now, do you have any kids? No kids as of yet. So, um, no kids. <laughs> God, God is sovereign and in his timing, he is good. right? Yeah, he is good. We, we serve a we sovereign are, God. We are fine right now. Okay. So, so, yeah. So what about your, uh, tell me about your call to ministry. Yeah. Uh, I grew up in the church. Uh, nine months before I was born, my parents had us in church, and um, just encountered a guy by the name of Pete Charpentier who came on as a youth pastor. Uh, I was in seventh, eighth grade when he when he came. So, and uh, he he began to really just invest in me, disciple me uh, in my walk with Christ, and 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 through through his his discipleship. I learned how to how to follow after Christ, and and through that began to have a desire to preach the word and make disciples. If those were two things that stood out to me the most, or two, if you were to ask me why why are you in the gospel ministry, those would be the two reasons: to to preach the gospel and to make disciples. And so, my junior year in high school. I remember sitting at uh, the stop sign about a quarter mile from my parents' house, and I was just going home, and I just I just sat there uh, with this with this burning desire to preach the word, and 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 uh, on and off that would come, and I really didn't share it with many people, and it wasn't because I was trying to fight or run against it. I, my desire was not, God, I don't want to do this. My desire was, God, I want this to be Your will, not mine. Mm-hmm. And so I graduated high school. I spent a year at Southeastern Louisiana University in Hammond. Uh, I was I was started off studying kinesiology. I thought, well, maybe I could go do physical therapy, but I was just miserable. And as I sought God's will, I just I wasn't at peace on where He was, where I was, where I was going. I was really going my way, not running from God, but I just wanted to make sure I was doing His will. And and so I was praying through it, and I talked to to Doctor Charpentier. Uh, Brother Pete is what what I call him, uh, and he he would give me some advice, and then finally I just went toward New Orleans Seminary with him, 
and and Dr. Norris Grubbs, who's now the provost at New Orleans. And if you're mm-hmm. looking for a seminary, if you're looking yeah. for an undergraduate degree, New Orleans Seminary Level College is one of those places I highly, highly recommend. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Dr. Grubbs was was preaching from from judges on the life of Gideon. And ultimately, at the end of the sermon, okay, I, I'm going to bring this to a close real quick. But at the end of at the end of the sermon, he looked out and he said, "If God is calling you to do something, quit asking God for another sign and just go." Yeah. Immediately, that was April twenty first, two thousand five. Immediately, I, I said, "God, I surrender to your call. Wherever that takes me, whatever that looks like, uh, I will go." And and so from there, I immediately started the process of transferring from Southeastern Louisiana University to New Orleans Seminary to Level College. Thankful that I switched. Uh, New Orleans Co- Seminary Level College is a uh, wonderful institution, uh, training pastors and ministry leaders. And I met some some friends that I stood that uh, have become dear to me through that time. Uh, I grew, and so I encourage you if if you if you're looking for an undergraduate program, uh, check out Level College. Yeah, I think that's a that's awesome. I'm actually going to be enrolling sometime, hopefully in the fall or the um, the spring of next year, uh, back into Level College. Great man um, to finish school. Um, now you've applied, right? Yeah, I've applied. Um, okay, but with a whole bunch of stuff going on, I'm not quite sure what's going to happen. Um, Anything going on? No, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I understand. Um, they have the right now the Caskey Scholarship, yeah. and so I encourage you. Anybody uh, to, who's out yeah. there listening, to, Southern Baptist, yeah. uh, and so yeah, so I went there. I did my undergrad at Louisiana College, and then uh, God called me, or, or God gave me the opportunity to go to Louisiana College to do a uh, Master's of Arts in Pastoral Ministry, and then from there, uh, I was had the opportunity to earn a. Um, D-Men from North Greenville University. And let me say this, okay? I speak very highly of the North Greenville University D-Men program. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are looking for a, a practical doctorate degree, which is the what the doctor of ministry is, mm-hmm. uh, North Greenville has one of the best. Right. Uh, it is it is not just show up, do a little bit of work, and get a, and get a diploma. It, it, you know, you read 2,000 2, pages, you write papers, but you will learn from some of the best professors who who are practitioners and who are theologians uh, and scholars. And so, uh, if you're looking for a doctoral program, our six seminaries have wonderful doctoral programs. Um, but North Greenville University has top-notch, uh, high-quality wow. D-Men program. Yeah. That's awesome. And now I'm taking classes through the doctoral program at Midwestern, and I'm excited mm-hmm. about that. I'm, I'm taking, going? it's going well, man. I'm taking Hebrew uh, one right now, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I'm enjoying it. Uh, believe it or not, and Is and just it trying to or harder than you think than your thoughts. It's uh, you know I'm at a different stage of life. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, when I started out going to school, I was very. I'm not you know I was a lot less. I was very immature. Uh, uh, I'm not saying I'm completely mature now, okay? And I don't, none of us are where we want to be or need to be. Uh, but being in a different place, I'm putting more into it. So I wake up early in the mornings. And so I get up at 4.30. I spend time with God. And before I even get to work, I've, I've done my Hebrew lessons. And if I would have put that time in earlier, it would have made school a lot easier. Yeah. 
But I really like Midwestern. Midwestern has a focus for the church. Uh, Dr. Jason Allen has done a phenomenal job turning that school around. And so I'm excited just to continue as a pastor. So tell me, tell me about um, your vocational uh, background. Man, I should have went first. Um, You're very accomplished. No, I'm not accomplished, man. I can only (laughs) do what God's allowed me to do. I know. Uh, Well, so I went to high school at Kosciuszko um, High School, and I graduated from there. Uh, and then went straight to community college at Holmes Community College and graduated from there with my uh, administration uh, or associates in business. Uh, and then got married about a year later, a couple years later maybe, um, and was really after, before that, I was really wrestling with what God wanted me to do mm. um, after I graduated from school. Uh and I remember that, that summer I had went back to, just long story short, I went back to Central Hills to work because I worked there about two or three summers during college and uh, right out of high school. Uh, and I was struggling with what God wanted me to do. Uh, and nothing was really making me happy. I wanted to I wanted to major in music, but I really didn't know what I wanted to do with music. Mm. Um, I know I haven't had a lot of gifts with that, but I really didn't know how I was going to use it. Um, didn't really know any of that that type of stuff and I was struggling with it and I went back to camp that year because I really didn't have anything else to do mm. <laughs> after I graduated um, <clears throat> and so I just remember talking to my our uh, our camp director um, brother James Ray uh, out at the at, at the lake that we were working at one day and he was he was talking to me uh, and he said have you you know you, you you say you're struggling with all these different things have you ever considered uh, actually going into ministry no, not not actually. I, I, mm. I I'm not great with words. Sometimes you know I get I get nervous on stage. I was I was like I can't do this. Like mm. <laughs> God can't God can't call me to do something. That God doesn't call the equip man. He equips the call. Yeah. And so that is exactly what he told me. And and right then and there, I I feel like that is when I surrendered to ministry. I didn't know what it looked like. Didn't know what I was gonna do. Um, but I knew at some point and somehow I was gonna do ministry for the rest of my life. Mm. Um, and so as soon as, as soon as that kind of, that kind of got done, um, I started looking at opportunities to serve in the churches any way I could really, mm-hmm. um, started out at my, at a church right down the, about half a mile down the road, um, from Central Hills, just helping with the kids, doing music, doing all that different stuff. Um, and then God called me to Morgan Chapel Baptist Church in Sturgis, Mississippi, which was right outside of Starkville. Okay. Uh, so I had a mission field there, um. For sports wise, because people are all state fans. Yeah. Um, but um, I had a really great time there. Uh, I learned so much there, mm. um, and the people there were awesome and they were great to me. Mm. Um, so I'm I'm forever thankful for that. Uh, and then God called me here to Big Level. Um, got married to my wife Kristen. Um, so that's what we are doing now, and hopefully, um, God willing, I'm going back to school to finish. Um, at level college and hopefully at seminary after that. So awesome, man! Yeah, uh, and let me say this: we're blessed to have you here at uh, it, at Big Level. You are uh, faithful to teach the word. Uh, you have you had God has truly called you. I can see that. Uh, and during these days of of this uh, pandemic of COVID nineteen, uh, if it were not for you uh, with all of your editing skills and <laughs> technological skills, we would not have available what we have available, uh, even to the point of editing for 
and producing a, t- a segment on WXXV uh, 25. And so thank you uh, for all you do. Yeah, and it is a, it is a, it is a pleasure to get to work with you. Uh, you know, you, you were talking about some of the places you served. I've had the opportunity of serving at several places, uh, doing a student ministry intern at my home church, uh, mm-hmm. where I got to learn under some mentors of mine. Uh, I served, uh, as a youth and education pastor with, uh, Mike Baham mm-hmm. at Woodhaven and Mike is now at Double Springs Baptist Church in yeah. Mabin. Yeah, it's right and, outside uh, yeah, Mike, Mike is a, a dear friend of mine and, uh, I still look at him as a pastor in my life. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and then, then I served for seven and a half years in North Central Louisiana at Atlanta Baptist Church in Atlanta, Louisiana. Now, I used to tell people I pastor First Baptist Church of Atlanta. Uh, uh, <laughs> I thought that too when I first <laughs> But it's, I was like, wow, you're coming to a lot smaller church. <laughs> well, it's Atlanta, Louisiana. But I tell you what, man, I love those people. Those yeah. people loved on me. And those seven and a half years were, were some wonderful and amazing years of ministry that I thank God he allowed me to serve there. And then then God moved me here to Big Level Baptist Church in the, uh, Wiggins, Mississippi. And man, I love it here. Yeah, uh, we awesome. have a great church, a, a faithful church, a church of servants. And I look forward to whatever God's going to do in and through us here at Big Level. Uh, and so, so, so he... Um, Here's here's what I love about our church. We are in a prime position to see significant growth. But when I talk about significant growth, I don't just mean numerical. While that's part of it, I mean really, really seeing disciples make disciples. Right. Uh, our community is growing. And... Uh, we're just in a prime position, man, to reach people for Jesus locally and hopefully soon globally. Uh, I'd love yeah. for us to, uh, and, and and so anyway, uh, that's where we're at. Yeah. So, what about your hobbies? I know you're you're busy with your your family and all that, but what kind of hobbies do you have? Yeah, I think if I, if you were to, like to I, I I like golf. Oh, yeah. But I play army golf, uh-huh. left right, left right, and and it doesn't go in the air. Just kind of, it's it's bad. Not Tiger Woods. Huh? Well, no, no, I'm not Tiger Woods. Uh, I'm not even close, man. I'm horrible. Listen, I'm, I'm horrible. Uh, I'm serious. The ball very rarely giving gets in the air. Just kind of like I hit it and it rolls on the ground most of the time. <laughs> but it's a, it's a way for me just to get out and be active oh, and do yeah, something. Oh, yeah, you got to. Um, but but I, I guess golf, when I have the opportunity, or um, uh, reading. I love to read, whether it's for, for sermon prep, preparation, or, or personal growth, or just for fun. I love to read. Uh, and I love spending time with my family. This yeah. pandemic, if there's one thing that's been a true blessing through this pandemic, is I have got to spend more time with my wife and kids uh, than I have in a long, long time. Yeah. So, how about you? Yeah, me too. I, that's that's kind of been something with the pandemic. I've got to spend a lot of time with my wife, um, planting gardens and uh, raising chickens. And there you go. Which I'm not too fond of, but whatever. That's what she. Farmer she Connor. Might. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm a city boy to the <laughs> to the bone. All right, so uh, my ministry or my uh, my hobbies, I guess. Um, my my biggest hobby is disc golf. I'm an avid disc golf player. You're close to being a professional, correct? No, uh, or at least not even, you know on that level. Yeah, well, yeah, to some people maybe, but um, no. Um, but yeah, I love playing disc golf anywhere, everywhere I get a chance. Um, 
I went and played. Well, I didn't play this weekend. I went to my dad's house, and my dad has gotten into it the past couple of years. So he's got three baskets, one each for Christmas for the past three years. Mm. So we put those three baskets out around the house and uh, make a little course. There you go. <laughs> got nine holes out there, which is really funny because he, he just does not uh, – I just didn't ever think he would want to play. But he got into it, and he got the bug. Um, so yeah, I really, I really enjoy playing and watching disc golf. Um, and then just pretty much watching any other sport I can rugby, uh, cricket. Mm. I'll watch cornhole. I'll watch people play quarters. I don't know. I'll, I'll watch any kind of sports. So play quarters. Yeah. That's what they were doing on, uh, oh, was yeah, it the, on, the, on the documentary, the documentary, the last yeah. dance. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. I can get into that. <laughs> Yeah, any, uh, so pretty any much sports. any sports. I like that. Um, and my other passion, I mean, my other passions with with hobbies is just you know, like I said, spending time with my wife and doing whatever she wants to do. Because uh, one thing I've realized when you get married is both of you have so many different goals in life, hmm. um, and you have to sacrifice a lot yeah. of what you want for what the other person wants. And she sacrifices a lot of a lot of time for me just to be able to go and play disc golf. It's one of those things where I get to just stress, have a stress reliever. Mm-hmm. Uh, be by myself and go play or play with other people um, and then she she wants a garden she wants a farm you know and I'm just like yeah. don't really want that but um, she does and I'm gonna I'm gonna be yeah Ma- doing that with her you know marriage <laughs> marriage is not 50 50 as yeah. some will say marriage is 100 100 right and give and take so. although I'm not giving into the camel she wants a camel a camel I'm not doing that what would you do with a camel <laughs> I don't know man wow that's her dream animal. Just have a camel <laughs> in the backyard. Her, uh, her making a pie. Literally, I'm telling you, making a pie and putting it out on the window right there above the kitchen uh, sink. Okay. A camel coming over there and just. That's goals to work towards I'm one like, day. Bro, I ain't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I understand. So, do you have a life verse? Yeah, I do. Uh, mine would be Acts twenty twenty four, where Paul says, "However, I consider my life." worth nothing to me if only i may finish the race and complete the task the lord jesus has given me the task of testifying to the gospel of god's grace Uh, i just pray that my life uh, will be centered on on making much of jesus and proclaiming the gospel wherever i go Um, which which leads to really my passion in ministry you know because it's for the gospel Uh, if i had to say two passions of mine in ministry would be one, faithfully preaching the Word of God, yeah. rightly preaching the Word of God. I love to preach the Word of God. And two, making disciples who make disciples. I want to invest my life into people who invest their life into people. Yeah. And leading the church, equipping the church yeah. to be disciple makers. That's right. So what about you, man? What, what's one of your life verses? So or my, my life verse is Proverbs 1-7, and it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, and fools despise wisdom and knowledge. I really want to live in fear of of God, I want to be mm-hmm. convicted of my sin. Uh, I want to know what I'm doing right and what I'm doing wrong. Yeah, uh, and having that fear of God, I think, uh, helps me know and begin to know um, His goodness, His grace, and uh, His wrath, His mm-hmm. uh, everything about Him. I begin to know that, and I don't want to be a fool who who despises teaching or despises wisdom or despises uh, others coming into my life and teaching me different things. Um, mm-hmm. I want to be able to to be humble about it. So it's be having a teachable heart uh, is so important. Yeah. You know, I've always said I would rather uh, work with someone who uh, may not 
know everything because I, I know, mm-hmm. I don't know everything, but, but if we have a teachable spirit, um, right. we can learn and we can grow as, as, as students, as leaders, as pastors, as husbands, as yeah. uh, parents. And, and so it's important to be teachable. So here, here's the thing. All right. You, you mentioned what some of your hobbies are sports. Well, I got a sports question because on this, on this podcast, we talk about, um, we talk about following after Jesus and everyday life and ministry. And we talk about sports and you talk about flipping the quarters and playing those type of games. Right. So here's, here's two thoughts I have. Okay. Uh, or, or two, two things that we get, or two topics of sports we can talk about. Uh, you said you like watching flipping quarters or anything that cornhole. What about Korean baseball? We don't have live baseball right now, yeah. but but Korean baseball's on TV. It's 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 live Five baseball. In the morning, man. Yeah, people are starving for sports, and I think uh, Korean baseball has been pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I've watched a little bit of it. Uh, I've I've been watching the replays. I'll click the replay on the Watch ESPN app and just go watch it. Um, yeah, it's been pretty cool. Um, I mean, there's not much different than it's not, you know. But uh, with the with the KBL thing, like they they've been having the the cutout mannequin cardboards in the stands, which has been hilarious. And they pipe in some uh, yeah, fan noise, some fan noise. Got some cheerleaders, yeah. all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting culture. It is. But uh, I mean, a lot of those guys have been playing in the in the majors. They you know going back, yeah. going back and forth. Uh, so it's pretty cool to see. Yeah, the the boys and I watched a little bit of it a couple of times. Just it's it's actual baseball. It's yeah, not from five years ago. I mean, it's it's good. All right, here we're gonna close with this one topic. Uh, the NFL schedule, football yeah. schedule was re- was released. Now I'm a I'm an NF. If I watch NFL, I'd rather college football. Yeah, you know I'm I'm gonna watch the LSU Tigers. And if there is no college football season, the the, the uh, LSU Tigers will be national championships two years in a row. Uh, yeah. National champions two years in a row. But that's another topic another day. Uh, I am a Saints fan. Okay, Grew up north of New Orleans. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Drew Brees and Tom Brady go at it twice in a season. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, you're going to have the New Orleans Saints and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And it's going to be a good, good matchup uh, for for two weeks, and so I'm I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So uh, something I thought about the NFL schedule I was reading the other day is uh is uh what's, what is it is it Sean McVay the coach at the Ram, for the Rams? I think so. I could yeah. be wrong. So uh, he's pretty mad about part of the schedule because of uh, they got to play the Patriots. Or no, I'm sorry, the Patriots come to uh, to play the to play the Chargers. Okay. Okay. And I forgot which week, but then uh, they get an off week. They got a bye week, uh, and then the very next week they play the uh, the Rams. So the Patriots are not going to go back to New England. They're just going to stay in Los in Los Angeles. So Sean For two McVay, weeks. yeah. So Sean McVay is is pretty upset because they don't have to travel because he's saying that well they'll they'll get a they'll get a. Uh, more time to to uh, to rest because the Rams have to travel the next week and play the Cardinals, which is just right there in Arizona. Yeah, that's so, not far. Anyway, so he's pretty upset that uh that <laughs> that what the NFL did with the scheduling. But, well, you know the Patriots are going to need every break they can get this year. They, oh, yeah, they don't have time. Tom Brady. They don't have well Gronk was not there for two two years, and so we are going to see which we're going to see which what 
we've been we've been asking this question our whole lives with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick is, uh, was it Bill Belichick that's helping Tom Brady win Super Bowls or is it Tom Brady who's helping Bill Belichick? I think it was both of them together. I think so. But I think you remove Tom Brady, Bill Belichick is not going to be the the coach he was. I think if you ask which one of those two is going to have better success this coming season, it's going to be Tom Brady because of the pieces that he has around him. Yeah, maybe. It may take a little bit of time to get that cohesiveness from the offseason. They don't don't have have a lot of offseason. But uh, Bill Belichick has come out and said, hey, they've asked him about since Tom was gone. He said, well, I did it with Matt Castle. I did it with uh, what what was the other guys? Didn't Brian Hoyer? No. Well, I don't know. Well, he's on their roster now. But I forgot those those kind that backup those backups well, when when Brady was out, which is only twenty games. So they right. won like four hundred games and six Super Bowls, and he's talking about the, the twenty games that Brady yeah. didn't play, which he did go eleven and five with Matt Castle for. And a listen, Matt Castle never took a snap, or at least yeah. not a starting snap in college football. And I mean, I'm 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 hoping the best for Jared Stidham this year. I mean, that'd yeah. be, that'd be kind of cool to see. We'll but, see. Um, well, anyway. Well, there you go. There's You get to know a little bit about both me and Connor, and, and we hope you keep tuning in every week as we post a new podcast. And uh, just want to encourage you to pursue and run after Jesus uh, in everyday life. And, and if you're a pastor, uh, to, to let your focus in your ministry be Jesus. And so until next time, make much of Jesus, making disciples wherever you are. Hey!